Hello, everyone. I am Judah Bernard with The Rise, creating your voice. I am elated to be here on this Tuesday day. I am the wisdom dialoguer and the motivational warrior of The Rise, creating your voice podcast. We are here talking about let's talk, having dialogue, speak out. Why is communication so hard in today's society? I want to thank to all thank you to all the supporters and listeners. We have reached over 200 listeners listening to this right here, the Pod Bean live stream. So we have over 200 plus listeners, and we want more and more hours of streaming and doing the necessary things that we need to do. We definitely want to thank some of our co-hosts for coming in, Noah and Kiasia. Say hello. Well, I want to make sure that they get a chance to introduce themselves because we're going to go straight into the topic. Why is communication so hard in today's society? Hello. Hello, I'm Kiasia and I am Judah Niece. Mr. Noah. Hey, I'm Noah, and I'm KH's best friend. Isn't this nice? So we want to make sure that you guys are liking, subscribing, and also sharing that every Tuesday night we will be here on the pod being live every Tuesday night, even if I'm on vacation, I'm still here. So the thing is, we want to definitely talk about why communication is difficult. And I was reading this article by Jimmy Martin Epperson that was published August 23rd, 2020. And the bottom line is that effective communication is difficult. Okay. Let's think about that. The bottom line is that effective communication is difficult. Anybody want to chime in on that and why it's probably difficult for you, either Kiesha or Noah? Either or. Why is effective communication difficult? Go ahead, Noah. I see your mic come on. <laughs> um, I think that communication is so uh, so hard nowadays is mostly because, you know, we're so used to our technology and our phones and just, like, just getting used to just being able to see each other's, like, social media and just be like, oh, how nice. And, like, seeing somebody, like, be on vacation or something and just congratulate them like that. Uh, so we're just so used to not seeing each other in person really much anymore, and just okay. catching up on like just everything. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. What about you, Kiasia? I feel like communication is so hard nowadays. It's because we was not taught how to communicate and how to speak out our feelings. So usually nowadays, people keep their emotions bottled up inside. And not speak out and communicate. We always, we always, we always go to the violence instead of working and talking things out. We always go to the negative feeling rather than trying to feel like, like trying to figure out why you're feeling this way and to why you're so angry or why, like, what's happening or what's a positive way to solve it rather than a negative way with the yelling and the fighting instead of just talking instead of calming, calm calm down and talking things out i want to definitely put it into simple plain words why is communications so difficult number one the subjects modern humans talk about are extraordinarily complicated and unnatural 
We respond to things that appear complicated with a fight or flight physiological 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 response. That word is I got braces on my mouth, so y'all forgive me. And next, words mean different things to different people who have diverse expertise. That off the back is why communication is so difficult. But I want to talk about communication started when we were born. Can you guys agree with that? What what is your concept on that? I agree on that because like our parents, we don't see them communi- we don't see them communicating. We see them arguing and fighting and yelling over each other and not working and talking things out. Not most parents and not most parents does that. They argue things out. They don't like try to take a breather and and calm down and just talk things out. So while we're like a baby, we we see those things, and when we see what's happening, um, see what when we see what our parents are doing, we do what they do. We whatever um we was taught, we we always get taught from things from the beginning and always start from our parents, not from school. Right, right. Go ahead, Noah, chime in. Communicated started when we were born. Talk about it. I actually have, like, mixed feelings about it. Uh, my parents are great at communicating in a way. Um, they are not much to be able to actually, like, communicate through emotions. They're more into, like, okay, this is a practical side of things. Um, where Whereas I have more emotions than anything else so that's how I communicate um so it was a difficult time when I was living with my parents uh to actually try to communicate my true feelings and stuff but I think uh you know actually once I moved out I actually have had better communication with my mom and dad and I think it's mostly because it's just kind of like having your own space kind of understanding each other's like situations and like now that I'm like on my own, uh, I actually have to like understand more of like of the adult life. So I just like uh, see where, you know, my mom and dad were coming from, and I understand like wh- like everything what they're what they're dealing with. And so I just think it just depends on like the household because I know every household is different. Um, so I think it just varies on like how your household is as a child. Uh, but yeah. And I can, I totally agree with that. But then again, I said communicating started when we were born. Just like when we came out of the womb, did we not start breathing? Yes. Guess what? That's a form of communication. We begin to communicate with others as we are out of the womb with our first breath and our first touch. We begin communicating before we are even aware of ourselves as human beings. Our minds are hardwired to communicate. Our natural ability to express ideas allows us to persuade another person. It's our evolutionary trait. We cannot not communicate, even if we choose to say nothing or do nothing. It's what separates us from other animals. Our communication can enhance and evolve our awareness in our society for generations to come. So why is it so hard for us to communicate? Communication is critical to our social standing. 
Do y'all think that's true? So the society that you're in or whatever group you're hanging around, do you think your communication is critical to your social standing? Let's talk about it, Keisha. Yes, because uh, like you, like we started off with how the babies are born. Sometimes like what we was taught depending on our household, it merges over to our social life so instead of some people talking things out or you know trying to communicate things through it's always fighting arguing and it's like our generation nowadays they do more fighting than more communicating Mm. and because we we see that a lot on the internet too always fighting so even when we get it from our household. We also get it from the internet as well, because that's where we always on. We always on the internet. So whatever we see on the internet, we feel like we can do it too. We feel like it's it's the right way to do things rather than it's, it's the wrong way. I shouldn't act like that, or rather than so. Gotta put this like so. It's like we see we always see the negative side rather than a positive side of things. Okay, definitely. Noah, what is your aspect on a communication is critical to our social standing? Um, uh, so I think it depends on like the type of people you're around. See, I'm more introverted than anything, but around Key Asia, I can be very extroverted. Um, so it to me, I think it just depends on like what's the vibe with the people you're hanging out with because uh. There's sometimes where I, you know, hang out with some some of my friends that I've got invited to like like a get together or a party or something, mm-hmm. and I really don't know much about them, and right. so you know I tend to be more introverted then until I get to like like know them on a deeper level, um, and then that was what helps me learn more into to like okay these are a, a good group of people that I can hang out with and be comfortable with, or these are the people I really shouldn't like I'm I'm I don't really vibe with them very well. Uh, so I think it just depends on like the type of people you're around, you know, like different mixtures uh, all come together and make one certain thing. So if you mix two two different people who are basically introverted and extroverted, if you mix those two together, um, you're probably not going to get much of a great like communication skill right there if they're just like literally extroverted and one is like literally introverted because, you know, introverted people tend to like keep to themselves and are fine being by themselves and extrovert people have to be like a social butterfly so um I really think it just depends on like you know your atmosphere your environment the people you're around uh so then by that will help will like help you become more of like of a different vibe or not and so that that one thing is I think communication is critical to our social standing because we all look for or are dependent on being accepted in society and enhancing our status in the eyes of others. So we always look at how others view us. So our our existence and safety have relied on communication right as of now. We are still dependent on it, just like our ancestors who could face exile or be reprimanded for their actions. We feel the same anxiety today at work, Promotions and career advancements count on others' perceptions of our behavior, loyalty, and actions. So why is it so difficult to say just what we mean? 
Words can only symbolize actions and things in the real world. When we speak about things in modern times, like technology or finances, it gets complicated. The subjects we communicate about are naturally not easily to explain or to understand. The lizard brains adds an extra dimension that becomes extremely difficult to manage. We explore both of these points below. Once we look at it, the theory of how words are formed. To understand the previous point, let's look at the most fundamental theory of how words and meanings began. The most common theory is that our human ancestors started making sounds that soon gained meanings. As our social ancestors band together to stay safe in the wild, sounds began to communicate dangers in the uninhabited world. Some of those sounds were our ancestors began combining those words to form a message. They wouldn't say, look, I see a tiger. They would say, run, tiger. See the difference? Now we probably say, oh, look at that stripy thing going over there. And then, oh, it's a tiger. Run. We keep forming those words. But in those words were associated with flight, fight or flight responses. These sounds could start the biological reaction that happens when we perceive an attack or a threat. So let's talk about it. We have Iani and James now on here. Please introduce yourself. James, Iana. Hello. Hey, how you Good doing? Morning. Yes, again. Uh, how you are? I'm quite well. Good. I was trying to figure out how to get on, and then I seen what the invite. Uh, man, everybody got a podcast now. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm James Sims, pastor uh, <laughs> of Greater Tabernacle Ministry, the father of yours truly, Amen. Uh, the host of the show. Grandfather of Iana and Carrie. And friend of Noah's. <laughs> Hello. All right. Iana, come on, introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I'm Iana, the niece of the host. All right. So what we're doing is we having less talk, having dialogue. I know that uh, we've already talked about but we want to know from James and Iana, why is communication so hard in today's society? Well, for me, I think we got so many ways to communicate. Mm -hmm. uh, we find ways not to face people while we communicate instead of just the old basic talking and actually being truthful with each other. We, we, we've gotten away from that. So okay, it it I like that. Somewhat difficult because you don't know which direction or what angle they're coming from or where they're going. So a lot of times okay. you would rather just not than trying to figure it out. Okay, I like that. Just tell the truth. Let's start talking and telling the truth. I think that's what he was trying to say. <laughs> Let's just start telling the truth. Iana, what about you? I say, um, like he said, it's just we have so many different forms of communication now. Like it used to be where we had to talk or we had to go find that person to tell them something. It's now it's so easy to relay messages that we don't actually have to speak anymore. 
Wow, isn't that interesting? One thing I had to bring up is this um, this interesting conversation I had with a colleague of mine. And the thing is, um, we talked about um, Adam, Adam and Eve and how they disobeyed getting into the fruit and um, eating from the fruit, the tree and things like that. But then again, who delivered the message to them to eat of that fruit? And listen to what I'm saying. The serpent actually, yeah, the serpent actually delivered the message. Look at what we have going on around here now with people doing different things and negative things to themselves. It's a lot of serpents delivering messages to people. And then we eat of that fruit, whatever unkind thing that we may be doing. And we take that message and we digest that message. Sometimes it becomes bitter to our stomach. Sometimes it becomes dis-ease or a disease. So be careful to the serpents in which you receive your message from. But I thought that was just good because it, it, it sparked the attention to my mind that we eat a lot of things and we listen to a lot of things and we take on messages for what they're worth. What if you just didn't do that and listen to yourself? Just hold that point right quick. So seven reasons on why communication is so difficult. In this book, The Way We're Working Isn't Working, Tony Schwartz taught, states that we have taken the need for survival into our work in social settings. We still associate the same physiological response to words and perceived threats. Even though our lives are not threatened like they were when we were in the desert, we still feel like they are endangered. We will have the same biological reactions when we feel threatened. This perceived threat can come from something as simple as the inability to understand what someone else is saying. When we cannot understand, there is uncertainty. Neuroscience research even shows that our brains view uncertainty as an error. So the number one thing is the modern problem with words. Come on, somebody speak about that. The modern problem with words. Go ahead. Anyone? Um, uh, we, we can say the modern, but then before we can go there, we need to understand the ancient. Um, yes. I, I see that that's what we are trying to, we got, we developed so many different ways of communication, trying to mm -hmm alleviate the original way. So, and that's Satanistic as well because you're always trying to divert from the base. Right. The base can always be there and it won't leave, but we try to, for a better word, better it instead of actually using it. Mm -hmm. Now that the modern term is the fact of you got podcasts, you got uh, Facebook, you got Twitter, you got Instagram, you got so many different ways, text, you got so many different ways to communicate, but we still just don't sit down and flat talk. I, mean, I totally agree with you. Now we're doing it somewhat, 
and then we do it in, in a small basis, but usually it's when we talk was when we had to sit around the dinner table and had conversation. When we actually ate together, now everybody go in separate places and sit down and eat. So it's just, it's, it's, we don't eat together anymore. We just eat when we want to eat. Instead of delivering um, moral consciousness and also being examples before them while we're doing those things. So those things are very prevalent now. The modern way is now we, we think that we are intelligent, we have improved, but we're losing what we have. Exactly. I totally agree. Kiasia, conversation for you now. Conversation for me now, okay. Yes. The modern the modern problem with words. The modern problems with words. I mean, we don't really know. I can't really say really don't. I mean, we know words, but we really don't know how to speak out the right words. We always think of, we always say the wrong thing. We always come out saying the wrong things rather than come out saying the right things. Mm. We always, it's always a bickering and going off where we could just communicate into like why I hate you or why you did this or to uh I like why do you left the toilet seat up I don't know um I guess that's most things couple will say but usually in the modern people our age they don't know how to really communicate words because mostly we got baby mama and baby daddy drama because they don't know how to communicate well and it's like the communication is like so off and people are getting divorced so early because they don't know how to communicate well and it's it's it's, it's stressful seeing that people don't know how to communicate well i mean i understand you can get angry by ways of, of what person what person doing but you get but it's always best to communicate rather than speak out your anger. Right. So number two says stuff is complicated. You know the reason why it's so complicated now? Because the main difference between then and now is that what we are communicating about now is much more complicated. And in that much more complication, as for the modern human, we usually are not imperial. However, we still have these primordial reactions. Before, our human ancestors only dealt with the natural world. Let me say that again. Before, our human ancestors only dealt with the natural world. Guess what? Now, we are communicating about human-made mechanisms. We're talking about the economy. We talk about finances. We talk about work. We talk about technology. We talk about corporate rules. We talk about raises. We talk about vacation. We talk about promotions. We talk about management. We talk about retirement. We talk about debt. We talk about marriage and so on. It's so many things that people are communicating about, but are they really communicating? When only our human ancestors only dealt with the natural world, it was those things that um, that were not human-made mechanisms. So a lot of these things were human-made mechanisms. The computers, um, jobs, 
you know, they had work, but it wasn't like it is now. So these things are tricky. The complexity can easily cause confusion in communication. And when there is confusion, it can pre- it can be perceived as an error. Words mean different things to different people. Come on, Noah, tell us more about that. Um, so another thing to add on to what we were talking about last time was uh my mom actually has a saying called like she'll say it all the time it's uh it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Um so like you could tell somebody, you know, uh hey, you have the door open, but or you could put it in the tone like you're yelling at them like and you know, then they could take it the wrong way. Um that's one reason why proper communication is like key. Because, um, you know, certain, like, especially in the, in the English language, like, a one word can mean, like, five different things. And uh, you have to, like, you know, make sure you know which one they're, 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 they're talking about. Um, it's like in the, I believe it was, the, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think it's in the Chinese language. They have, uh, they have their own words, but they also uh, say, like, chair and, like, like chair and like maybe like tub could say like it could be the two different to the same word but it's just how they say it um and so you know it, it it's best to actually know the person and it's best to like know like that's not how they mean it um especially if you know like if there's a stranger that doesn't know them they can probably take it the wrong way uh so i do I, like agree that communication is definitely key and it's not what you say, it's how you say it a lot, uh, because you can mean one thing, but definitely mean a, a different. And to go along with that, um, by texting, I actually will admit that it is harder for me to actually like understand how they're saying it. Um, I think that's why emojis were invented, <laughs> because you can do different uh, reactions to things. Um, so like- But how um, can for- you feel the emoji? <laughs> Right, right. The only thing the emoji will do is like give me a better understanding of they're not actually yelling at me, but they're laughing. And so, you know, with technology these days, it is kind of hard to actually know what people like truly mean, what they like send you. Um, so I do think that like it's it's the best way is to communicate in person because you'll see how they're talking, you'll see like their body movements, you'll see how they say it. Um, definitely like emotions in their face you can definitely tell uh so you know it it just varies on what you say and how you say it right true 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 iana words mean different things to different people it definitely does it's just like how everybody say it's not what you say it's how you say it because you can say one thing to somebody and then turn around and say it to someone else the same way, like literally the same way that you said it to the other person, and it could it could cause a different outcome than what you expected it to, even though you may have didn't mean it the way they they took it. So it it, it, it that just goes back to communication because it all says like even if you didn't understand how I said you could have asked, well, did you mean it in that way or what exactly do you mean? And totally. back I feel like I feel like emojis kind of help with with the the texting because like you can send, you can say something and send a laughing emoji that lets them know you're laughing Uh while saying it or something in that. But I feel like emojis help. Like sometimes when people don't text you, 
Because now I don't know the tone. Emojis kind of help set the tone in how you're saying or what you're saying when it comes through text message. Okay. So here is my, 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 my take on it. The only words form is when humans start using them. And we assign general meaning to that word. General meaning to that word. The act of thinking and forming words and meaning is subjective, which means that meaning is constructed based on personal opinions and interpretations. However, when we speak to other people, we think that what we are saying are objective, which means it's measurable and a fact. So think about that. You say a word that has a meaning in your head, and when you speak it, you automatically assume that it has the same meaning everywhere else, correct? Well, in this essence, if we are talking about a tree, well, it is difficult to see the point here. But when we start talking about things like that use jargon like platform, applications, or wireframes, it becomes apparent that we can have different meanings to words. Just like if people are not diverse in, um, in, in, in technology and IT and things like that, sometimes we work on platforms. But then again, another female who's younger than me might be 13 or 12 and she's wearing platform shoes and she'll probably hold up her shoe. See the difference in that? That's just like applications. You got Microsoft applications, you got different applications. Somebody that's in the makeup industry, they probably think about the applicator versus applications. Then you have the physical applications that you fill out. So it's so many things that become apparent once we get a better understanding, but if you're just talking about it and throwing jargons around, pretty much words mean different things to different people, especially whatever profession you're into as well. The fluency of messages. Who want to take that one? Come on, James. The fluency of messages. Fluency. The word itself tells me that it's many. Mm-hmm. And the fact when you don't have a basic understanding and you got many cause confusion because everybody won't perceive or accept the same. Right. So, and that also puts me in the mind of where we are today because that's why we have so much confusion because we got so many, the fluency of communication, mm-hmm. so many different ways. And like Noah said, a lot of times I might be feeling one way when I say it and I'm, I'm expressing one way and you feeling in one way and you perceive it another way. So unless you ask me, how did I mean it? You won't know and you'll just perceive what you perceive. So fluency is good when there has some foundation or some understanding. That's what the Bible said, in all the ways, get wisdom, but in all the ways, get an understanding. So get wisdom, mm-hmm. but in all the ways, get an understanding. Mm-hmm. So you can have the basics, so you can have some direction, so you can have some uh, balance in your conversation or in your Perception. Uh, I, I know I, I went wide on fluency, but it's just so much that we can't perceive or be able to conceive. 
It's my turn. Okay, thank you. But the one thing is the fluency of messages is we have so many ways of communicating. Um, and I think um, the panel has said it so many times that we have text, we have email, we have social messaging, we got skywriting, we got we got so many ways of communicating. You read a bottle, a label, something, a label on a bottle, that's a way of communicating. Um, us right here on the podcast, we're communicating. But at the end of the day, the fluency is that we, it's so much communication out here and so many ways of saying messages. It is an influx of different ways and everybody's not going to understand and it does cause a lot of confusion. And the stuff we communicate is complicated and things mean different things to different people. And I want us to really understand that, that it does. Just because I said something doesn't mean that next person understands it. And so, but there, here is another reason why communication is so difficult. People automatically view a new idea with skepticism when we communicate in a way that is hard for someone to understand. The person receiving the message might even think that you are talking about is dangerous or unsound. It's a shortcut that we developed over time. The shortcut states that if it is hard for me to understand you, I will think your idea could harm me. This shortcut is all done automatically. We develop these social shortcuts so we can make decisions more quickly. Hmm. So sometimes I just turn off because I'd be like, mm, I don't understand them. So, and I'm hard of hearing, so just cut it off. But I know we talked about our emotions too as well. Noah, you want to come back in and talk about that again? Um, I'm sorry, could you re-elaborate what you mean by like emotions? How your emotions are involved in the um, conversation. Because sometimes the listener can see or sense our own emotions while we are communicating. If our feelings are not consistent with what we are saying, then this too can cause distrust or insecurity. So say for instance, somebody is talking to you right in front of your face and some, some way you're feeling sad about it, but they're laughing about it. Oh, right. That's, uh, like I said before, you know, communication is definitely key. Um, so, like, if they're definitely laughing about it and you're over there, like, uh, butthurt about it and, like, you know, sad about it, um, you definitely would should be like, um, I don't know how to take this. Um, you're making me feel sad. Uh, and, you know, uh, like, the last time we talked, uh, you know, if it just like hurts you too much and like gets you very upset then you know you can go and be like i need a break and you know go pat about it for yourself and then come back and be like okay uh and so yeah definitely emotions are a high key to how you say stuff especially that because if you're feeling mad obviously you're going to talk mad um if you're feeling sad you're definitely going to talk like you're sad and so <clears throat> emotions are like that like the high top about how to talk I don't think you can really have emotions with, uh, you can't have, uh, you can't talk without emotions. Even through text with the emojis, right? Right. <laughs> Let's talk about Iana. <laughs> emotions. Iana. Don't do that. Because <laughs> emojis definitely tell you the emotions that they're feeling. But are they true emotions? And, and and let's keep it real. Do your okay, say for instance, your friend texts you, but then again, you're looking for a different emoji and they send you one that 
kind of befit them, but you you get confused and be like, why they send that emoji? And I'm gonna say something. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am going to ask. I am going to ask. So, but the thing like, is, you like, sat there and saw that emoji come up, and then what happened? It changed my emotion because now exactly. So, <laughs> is that what you mean? And, and that's what I'm saying. That emoji, it wasn't even communication. It was just the emoji because you was emoting for something else. And then they sent something, a total emoji that threw you off. And you're like, what the what? Right. Exactly. So you see how emotions are engaged in this. But then again, when that person really don't see what we're seeing, because we actually thought they were going to put another emoji in there by this communication that now we don't really trust them and we have some insecurity about like did you just hear what i said <laughs> right that's like we when you feel like you have big news and then right. you go to somebody and be like okay and you be like what and they like, put a small little like clap on there right <laughs> <laughs> did you just know i said something big and just popular and you put a small clap up there okay what is that <laughs> Can I get like a couple of claps or something? So I understand what you're talking about. So we're definitely moving to the next one, the performative. Action speaks louder than words, like our panel has been saying. This is similar to how emotions can block us from seeing the meaning of communication. We can say one thing and then behave differently. Every parent in the history of time has been, do as I say, not as I do, situation with their children. When, this, when these crop up, it confuses our children. It is difficult for them to comprehend the message. The same is true anytime we are hypocrit hypocritical, not performing, or doing what we suggest others to do. So it's about communicating and continue to communicate and be at the communicatings. Kiasia, let's talk about empathy and listening. How good is your empathy and listening? Kiasia. Uh, my empathy is good, but my listening is all right. So on a scale from one to ten, how high is your listening? I said, ten being the highest. I said five. Okay. Or six. I mean, You'll I work listen on well. It. I listen well, but it's like some kids who are like me, they have ADHD, ADD, or they have some kind of diagnosis. And it's hard to listen. It's hard to pay attention when your mind is focused on something else. So you try hard to pay attention to things, but you can't. And when it comes, I mean, some people have empathy for things, but some people can, my mom called me nonchalant, but I mean, I could be, I can empathize with some people's situation depending on the situation is because you can't really trust people nowadays because some people will lie just to get that empathy, just to get that attention because they may not have had that attention or that effect before from their household or they just want something to feel. So usually they want your empathy or they want your listening ears. And sometimes you can't listen to what a person say because you never know if they're telling the truth or not because some people, they will manipulate their ways into your head or they will try to um, try to like lie their way in to something or to just make up a story just so you can listen and get that empathy that they really want. All right. Thank you. I understand. Empathy and listening from a scale of one to 10. 
How and ten being the highest, how good are you on empathy and listening, Noah? Um, I to be honest, think it varies on the situation. Okay, um, we'll go with that. One in ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like for an example, me and Keisha have been through thick and thin together. We are still going through thick and thin. Um, and so since we know each other very well, um, I I know when I'm getting a I know when Kiage is like upset. I know when she's mad, even at me, because um, I can just feel that vibe even through a text message. To be honest, I can feel like when she's mad or upset, because um, she can be very vulnerable with her text messages. <laughs> she can definitely tell, like you know, when she's mad. Um, sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, but anywho, like so when when that happens, and I know the situation, and like I know why she's mad. Usually what I try to do is just give her some space and then we'll, um, she'll either text me later on or I'll text her later on and be like, you good and all this. And then we'll talk about it again. And, you know, at the, um, later on, we'll be all, we'll, we'll be calmed down and stuff. So we are Noah, able to talk more. Noah, yeah. on a scale of one to 10, <laughs> 10 being the highest, <laughs> what is your empathy and listening? <laughs> all right. So empathy, I think I am at a scale of eight and and listening wise, I've got to be at a five. Okay. All right. At least you're being honest to yourself, right? You're right. <laughs> okay, great. All right, James, on a scale from one to 10, 10 being the highest, how, how are you on empathy and listening? James? Uh, I'm trying to get off mute. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think I'm off mute now. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, on listening, uh, from one to ten, I'll give myself a nine. Okay. Whoa, that's what's up. Because of the fact I pride myself on really listening, I've learned. And, well, this, this has happened in my later years mm-hmm. because I used to not listen. I hear them, but I didn't listen. And then I started mentoring other kids and stuff, and start telling my grandkids as well as my kids which was the most important thing is to listen. In order for me to tell them that, I had to then learn how to listen myself. That's how I got to a nine. So I hadn't always been a nine. I used to be like a three or four, had to make my way to a nine. So over a period of time, I think I'm a nine now, but with that being said, I still listen and my listening I perceive, but also, that confusion part because there's so many so many areas of communication uh-huh. that you can't really derive at any definite cause confusion as well. So right. and listening doesn't help doesn't help that part. Right. It only helps the part to where you obtain what they say, but you don't gain what they say. Okay, great, great. Yes, definitely, definitely. And what is your scale for um, empathy? Scale of empathy is about a six. Okay. Because, right. again, you know, in order to have empathy, you got to have compassion. In order to have oh, compassion, yes. you got to have an understanding. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yes. You're right about well, that. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, everybody can give numbers out, but I try to be factual in my giving right. and then give the reason why. Because right. I, I I take communication highly or serious. Mm-hmm. 
because I want to know a person truly. I want to know, I want to know truly. So when you take it seriously yourself, then you can't have an expectation for others to be the same way, but be in the same, be at the same point to where you accept them what they give. And, and that that's, that takes a lot of living to do that. You, it don't come overnight. So a lot of these things I know, and I, I'm talking to a lot of young people, and I don't know how old Noah is. Matter of fact, um, where are you from, Noah? I, I live in Augusta, Georgia, and I am 22. Wow. So I'm talking to a whole bunch of young folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can understand, but when I'm saying what I'm saying, and I'm hoping that you, being as young as you all are, where you can take what I'm saying and place it within yourself to where you can be a better you. And a lot of people won't understand you, but you would understand them, if that makes any sense. Makes great sense. All right. Thank you, James. Iana, from a scale of one to 10. And 10 being the highest, what is your empathy and listening number? Listening depends on the conversation. Not going to sell a fib. Depends on, yeah, depends on the situation. I'll give it a strong 8.5. Ooh! <laughs> I'll give it a good 8.5. Who you high? <laughs> Go ahead on empathy. What about empathy? Once again, depends on the situation, you know. I'll give it a good seven. No, okay. I think I will flip those because I know my okay. empathy is very much stronger than my listening. Right. Because you, you know I'm very sensitive. Yeah, hush. Yes, you are. But so I would give my empathy <laughs> an eight point five, and I would give my listening like a seven. Okay. Yeah. So definitely empathy and listening for me, myself, and on a scale to 10, um, I think I'm more like James, that I was not a great listener back in the day, but I have grown to learn to listen, especially through my profession and also through other listening skills and things that I've come into turn with is turning me off and actually making sure that I tune to everyone else as far as listening. My empathy has grown as I grew. Um, I was very empathetic early on, but I think I grew, grew more empathy. Um, empathy for me does not necessarily mean that I just give to all, but empathy for me is that um, I try to understand other people and look at it from their point of view. So if you do not listen to whoever you are speaking to and you do not understand their question or comments, then there will be a misunderstanding. Listening and feeling where someone's coming from is the most powerful communication tool we have. Once we understand where, we, where they are coming from, we can help them see the value of what we are saying. We even have an entire message that works on this premise. And that message is called message to step. In conclusion, why is communication so difficult? Because it is difficult. We don't look at someone running a marathon and wonder, why is it that so difficult? 
We don't also look at a woman giving birth and ask, why is that so difficult? They are just difficult things to do. The same is true for communicating your true meaning. It is a strenuous exercise and takes training and hard work. How many of us train for this type of stuff? I, it seems like I have to train for the Olympics to actually communicate because the more we could continue to communicate in a natural form, they come up with some other type of form and things like that for us to communicate with too as well. Are there any questions or any comments at this particular time before we go into our mindfulness exercise? I have a question. Yes, sir. How can we uh, not perfect, but how can we elevate our communication skills? And I'm glad you talked about that. The one thing is, the one thing I've been reading is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. One thing he states is be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. And number two, don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Number three, don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. The last but not least one is always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to be sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and everything else. I hope that answers your question. Any other questions on the platform of our special guest? It, Come it on, answers my question, but I guess I had... You said don't take anything personal, but then if you don't take anything personal, how can you show empathy? How can you show what? Uh, Emotions? No. Huh. Uh, what's, you asked what's my level? Empathy. For empathy, yeah. Okay. Well, empathy does not, the empathy is something that you give to me. I know, but in order to give, you got to take it personal to give. You just can't give empathy and don't have any feelings in it. And taking things personal, you got feelings in it. But I want people to understand in that empathy, that still is nothing about you. Nothing others do is because okay. of you. Nothing right. others do is because of you. So the one thing is, if we make it personal, then it's going to be about us. So sometimes we have to remove ourselves when listening to other people. And sometimes we emote a lot when we listen to people. Then we take on that thing. But what we're saying that don't take, don't 
nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality and their own dream. When they're communicating that, that's exactly what it is. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So we don't want you to suffer in this communication. We want you to be just as, just, just don't take anything personally. Because I think we become emotionally attached right. to some people and communicating and then again, if you're emotionally attached, you're going to always listen to what that person say, even if they're still subjecting their opinions on you. What do you think, Iana? Iana? Kiasia, Noah, come on through. Everybody got quiet. Y'all got any y'all feelings? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think I have any comments to make. But I mean, I understand. I feel like in the modern days, we I feel like we need to communicate more. But I feel like it's hard to get people to communicate more because I feel like they, if you tell someone to try to communicate or to do this or that, they will take it some kind of way. And the one thing that I want people to understand that when people are communicating to you, guess what they're doing? They're telling their story. That's all. Like Iana, um, she stated that she was trying to text her, you know, friend um, or whoever the texter on the other end was, you know, I got this big promotion. But I guess you got to understand everybody else goes through things, too. So definitely she was waiting for an you know, emoji that could rock her world or just, oh my gosh, you know, you got your promotions, things like that. And she didn't receive it and how it was you know, emotional befitting for her because basically she was expecting that emoji. But it didn't resonate with her. And she got in her feelings and said, Oh my gosh, you know, I just told you about something that's exciting to me. Just because that was exciting to you does not mean it's exciting to the other person. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality and their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So, that's it. All right. Why is the communication is so hard in today's society? As we continue on, we're going to do a mindfulness exercise and then we're going to go. Any words of wisdom before we go to our mindfulness exercise? Because this is important. Kiasia, any words of wisdom for our guests out on the pod being live out? Words uh, of wisdom. Words of wisdom wisdom um hmm. think before you speak it's always best to communicate things even when you feel like you don't want to don't talk your anger out calm down and just flow with the communication yeah all right Slow down with the communication. Think before you speak. Come on, James. Any words of wisdom before we go to this exercise? 
the most important thing in life is to listen. Yes. Please listen. Noah, any words of wisdom? Um, communication is definitely key. Um, remember that it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And like, uh, never assume. Always get uh, the final like information before you assume. And that is all. And last but not least, Yana, then we're going to go straight into this exercise. I'd rather be someone's shot of whiskey than everybody's cup of tea. Oh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Danny says said <it> again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be someone's shot of whiskey than everybody's cup of tea. Period. <laughs> You'd rather be somebody's shot of whiskey than everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> that's that's, that's the that, that's the communication barrier. <laughs> But I love that saying. I'd rather be a, I'd rather be someone's shot of whiskey than someone's cup of tea. No, than everybody's cup of tea. Oh, than everybody's cup of tea. Oh, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys ready? Let's go into this practice. Mindful speaking is a conscious way of speaking, wherein you are fully aware of what you're saying and the tone of your saying. It also suggests not to get trapped by your own compulsive behavior, feelings, and conditioned thinking when you speak to someone. Here, the most important aspect is to develop awareness when you speak. Because when you are aware or conscious, you are no longer driven by your own compulsions and beliefs so that you can be authentic and engage in healthy communication. First of all, you have to observe and know your thoughts before speaking them out and inquire your deepest intention behind that thought by asking yourself, and you can say it with me, is that intention negative or positive? Everyone say it with me. Is that intention negative or positive? Say it again. Is that intention negative or positive? Or is this intention good for others? Everyone say it with me. Or is this intention good for others? One more time. Or is this good this intention good for the others? If your thoughts and attention are good, then you can speak those thoughts 
or words. Now I will suggest a three-step introspection practice for mindful speaking, which is observe, analyze, and then speak. You first have to observe your thoughts at a distance. Then analyze them by simply asking these three questions mentally to yourself before you speak them out. Let's say number one three times. Is this necessary? Number one, is this necessary? Number one, is this necessary? Number two, is this true? Let's say it three times. Number two, is this true? Number two, is this true? Let's say number three together. Is this right for others? Number three, is this right for others? Number three, is this right for others? If the answers are positive means you have good intention and you're saying it's beneficial for others so you can spark and engage in conversation. Always remember, you are not your thoughts and emotions. You are consciousness, pure awareness, void space on which thoughts and feelings rise and fall. Whenever you become aware, just take a pause and watch your thoughts. Observe your emotions without judging or identifying with them. This practice will help to grow mindfulness, awareness within you, and ultimately improve your communication. We often want things to happen in our way and try to make people behave on our rules. But when this doesn't happen, we react to them unconsciously and create miseries for ourselves. Isn't it? So from now, try to disidentify yourself from your body, mind, emotion. Mentally watch them from a distance. And don't react to situations, people, immediately. Instead, respond to them wisely. These benefits will help and assist people on a physical, mental, and emotional level. As you relate in your communication skills and social interaction, as we go forth, communicate, don't react, and also continue to observe your thoughts. 
as we end this mindfulness. All right, how do everybody feel? I know that was a lot. <laughs> Tell me your thoughts. Relaxed. Kiana, tell me your thoughts. Kiana, everybody come off mute. You can come oh. off mute. Everybody come off mute. You can talk. <laughs> well, just yeah, just relax. I mean, I almost fell asleep. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't think that's what was supposed to happen, but you do you. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you learn something. <laughs> A good no. night rest. What was your reaction? Um, I think I feel the same, maybe a little bit more open-minded because, you know, hearing for everyone's different opinion. Okay, great, great. And Iana? I said I just felt at ease. Okay, great, great. So let's keep that 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 in, in that that positive vibe that was just um, exhilarated because basically sometimes we sit there and we overreact and we overdo a lot of things, but also be mindful about observing your own thoughts. Sometimes those can get us in trouble, and then we assume that we're right, and then we evoke them on anybody else that probably is just the opposite of what our thoughts are. So let's be mindful about that. Um, yes. Anything you guys want to discuss or any questions before we leave here? We are one hour ahead um, and want to make sure that you guys get all the information that you need out. And what topics are we talking about next week? Let's talk about that. Oh, everybody quiet now. <laughs> like, what topics are we going to talk about? We'll surprise you guys, so make sure you meet us back here on Tuesday, every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and also 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. It could be you sitting right here on this stage as our co-host or speaker. So make sure you tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse. Heck, tell everyone. We'll see you on the next podcast. And also, Sunday Jewels on the Rise is every Sunday on Instagram Live. You can go to at Jules Mentoring LLC or at The Rise Creating Your Voice for our um, topics. And we will usually put them out on Saturday. And you can just click on Instagram Live at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have May 12th coming up and what we're going to be talking about. What was that topic, Dad, again? And we'll be on the Start Meeting app. I know it's not hurt people to hurt people. Um, but it's about church hurt. Let's say that. <laughs> so make sure you join in on May 12th. Um, What's it, 7 o'clock? I think. Okay. We'll make that announcement later. But it is coming, and we'll send that information out too because we want the masses there on the Start Meeting app under Greater Tabernacle Ministries. And don't forget to tune in to Greater Tabernacle Ministries. And you know I don't have that number on me. But you can go to 3Sims3 as the meeting ID once you open up the um, Start Meeting app and 
um, tune in to Greater Tabernacle Ministries um, at 6.45 Central Standard Time for Bible Study, um, 6.15 p.m. for Bible Study, 7.15 Eastern, Eastern Standard Time for Bible Study, and also church um, Sunday school is 8.45 a.m. on every Sunday um, 9.45 Eastern Standard Time, and church is immediately after of it. After that. So make sure you join in the Greater Tabernacle Ministries. Any announcements or anything? What can they find you on Keasia on Instagram? Noah, tell us your Instagram account. Iana, tell us your Instagram account. Uh, my Instagram account is foreignoreo underscore. Foreignoreo. Underscore. She didn't say 40. Oreo. She says foreign. F-O-R-E-I-G-N. Oreo. O-R-E-O. Underscore. E. You? Okay, Noah, tell your Instagram. My Instagram is the underscore Robert underscore son. Okay. The underscore Robert underscore son. James, tell us your Instagram so people can find you. Uh, my Instagram is sim4462. All right. And Iana, last but not least, tell us your Instagram. My Instagram is E-A-N-N dot A. in the chat the uh, Greater Tabernacles phone number. Okay, definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. Are we going to have a discussion next week, Iana, Kiesia, Noah? Let's talk about it. Iana? Asia, Noah, we coming on next week? Yes, sir. We're yeah. coming right. on for part 65. That's <laughs> part 65. I like it. You're just on part four right now, but if you want to go up to 65, I'm down for the get down. <laughs> as we always say, as we leave here, and make sure you guys like, huh? Noah will be on next Say it again. Yes, I will be on the, on here. Next, yes, I will be on here next week. All right, boy. Okay. I want to get on the with you. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to definitely tell a friend, tell a foe, tell your spouse, heck, tell everyone. Make sure we're gonna drop this tonight. So I'm gonna send you guys the actual um, link to this once it actually upload, so you can share with your friends and let them know what you're talking about. Okay. Cool. All right. Everyone, have a good night. It's a happy mm-hmm. Tuesday night, and you know it's way past my bedtime. But that's mm-hmm. not nobody's business but mine. <laughs> you know, when I go past my bedtime, it's not a good thing. Oh, uh, but I will live. This is for the this is for the whole world right here. I can't even find my let's just do a ballad of the night. Um, I can't even find it. Let's do some fresh air. Have a good night. Good night. Everybody get fresh air. Have a good night.